0: to a Simple Bletherings with me, Pauline Grant. So, um, today is Good Friday and I know that um, calling it Good Friday always has seemed a bit odd to me because you know, there didn't seem to be an awful lot of good about it. But obviously, um, you know, we know that It's good because it's when Jesus died on the cross to give us eternal life with him. And um, there's nothing better than that. So, yeah, I just wanted to reflect today on Good Friday and on Easter and what it means. And, you know, I I think sometimes when you've been a Christian for a long time, you... It's not that we take it for granted, but just, I think sometimes it needs to be highlighted again or something. It just, it we just need to come back to it every now and again. And I honestly love Easter. I love Easter weekend. I love what it represents. I love what it means. I love everything about it. And... And that's because Good Friday always feels um, quieter, more reflective. Um, It's a time when, you know, I think we take stock of what Jesus did for us. Because when we reflect, when we think about, when I think about what Jesus did on the Friday and what he went through, it was, I mean, words cannot convey just how horrific it must have been. And we really sanitize that, you know, and art sanitizes it, and um, the church can sometimes sanitize it, um, and, you know, just make it minimize it uh, for what it was. Because, you know, Jesus was put up in front of the rulers, in front of judges, and whoever else, and was found guilty. Um, and he did nothing wrong. Jesus was sinless. and But he was found wrong because he basically claimed to be God. And he told people he was God. And, you know, this was going against everything that the church believed up to that point and and all the wrong that they were teaching. Um, you know, Jesus talked a lot about um, uh, kind, kind of um, the people who were false prophets and um, not teaching the right thing and... Yeah, and they were getting it wrong. They've been getting it wrong for years. And, you know, the the centuries of silence from God, there were 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And um, and that silence enabled um, the teachers of the law, of the Bible, to basically create their own versions of it and and Jesus came to turn all that over and say no actually you're all wrong that's not what that is this is how it is and and that culminated on the Friday um that we call good friday and you know he was taken away once found guilty he was taken away and he was beaten um he was Um, You know, they had whips that had nails in the end of them, and they basically thrashed him and thrashed him and tore um, and ripped his skin. And they spat on him, they humiliated him, they mocked him. I mean, you know, that doesn't sound like the worst of it, but actually they were taking away everything that was him that made jesus who he was he is the son of god and they were mocking all of that and ta- and trying to strip him from from all of that from his identity and and i think that must have really hurt as well actually but So he was in physical pain, emotional pain, turmoil, Um, and, you know, then they, you know, they mocked him even more by putting a purple robe on him, you know, purple signifying, symbolising royalty, and then they made this crown of thorns and they shoved that on his head. I mean, how painful must that have been to have had that pushed onto your head and the thorns dig in to your head and the blood just pouring out. And then, on top of that, he was forced to carry a huge, massive um, wooden cross um, up to the place where um, the Golgotha. And, and then he was cruelly nailed. They nailed his hands. They nailed his feet. I mean, can you imagine the pain? Can you imagine the pain that that must have been of having, because it wasn't through his hands. I think it was through his wrists. Of having someone dig, you know, hammer those nails in through your wrists. I mean, oh, it just doesn't even bear thinking about. It. Horrific. And then what the cross was, kind of, you know, was was pushed up and lifted up and then basically um you know as it was lifted up he dropped down and the weight of him on the cross and gravity um working basically pulled him down so it must have you know he was only hanging up there and being held by these nails um so yeah i reflect on that a lot and i re- and and I think it's really important to be reminded of this on Good Friday, of just what he went through. And then, you know, he says, um, you know, he's he calls out to God. Um, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Quoting a psalm. And he must have felt utterly alone. Um And and although he had family around him at the bottom, just, oh, it just must have been horrific. And, but he did all of that for me. He did all of that so that he carried all my sins. He took on board everything I do wrong, everything I've ever done wrong, everything that you've ever done wrong. Everything that you will do wrong, everything that every single person on this planet ever has ever done wrong. And he did that. He died like that for us. He paid the ultimate price for us. And that he took our sin and he took it down to hell and he paid it and he dealt with it. Now, like, to me, that is just like there's no gift like that. there's no there, you know I have to live my life and thanks to Jesus for that because once you re once you realize that, once you know that that's what Jesus did for us, you can't live any other way. you can't live you can't live a life that just carries on doing wrong that carries on being whoever you want to be and treating people however you want to treat them you can't do that and you know and so when we when we recognize when we come to realize that that's what Jesus did we can do nothing else but surrender to his salvation and surrender our lives to him, and give ourselves up to him. We can do nothing but that, and we need to then come to him, confess our sins, confess the things we've done wrong, say sorry, and ask Jesus to take over. Ask him to come in, ask his Holy Spirit to come in, and take over over and surrender our lives to him and live fully for him in complete surrender to what he has in store for us for his plan his will and we accept the gifts of the holy spirit that he gives us when we are renewed when we are saved when we relinquish when we surrender ourselves to him in that moment and we also accept the Holy Spirit's gifts and God will renew and God will refresh and God will give us um, a gift that we won't have been able to do before. Um, That will be something that we won't. Yeah, it, just something that we won't have been able to do before, but all of a sudden we can uh, in that moment and it might be something we need to learn it might be something we need to ask God to help us realize we might need to actually turn to him and say "Um, Lord I know that you've given me a gift but I don't know what it is help me to understand what it is and help me to know how to use it for you and um, and we then become servants of God but I think um, I think it's you know Romans 5 to me sums it up really well and i just want to read some of this now therefore since we have been justified through faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ through whom through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of god not only so but we also glory in our sufferings how much more shall we be saved through god's wrath from god's wrath through him for if while we were god's enemies we were reconciled to him through the death of his son how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life not only is this so but we also boast in god through our lord jesus christ through whom we have now received reconciliation. Like, wow. (laughs) Just wow. Um, We have been fully reconciled to God through Jesus' death on the cross. (sighs) Hallelujah. Um, And it's not just the death on the cross, but on Sunday... know because today's friday but sunday's coming and sunday's all about the resurrection and that is the miracle jesus coming back to life again and it's the resurrection that gives us the eternal life that one day our bodies will be fully resurrected and we will go to heaven and we'll be fully physical again and we will live forever in heaven whoa I can't wait for that sometimes (laughs) sometimes I just think oh my goodness lord um yeah I would love to be in heaven I can't wait um to see what it's going to be like and actually get to talk to the saints and meet Noah and Jesus and Paul and Job like I'd love to have a child Job um But anyway, yeah. So, you know, one day we'll be there. Um, And if um, if you know someone who doesn't know Jesus and you feel like this podcast could help them, then please do send it to them. And if you are someone who hasn't given your life to Jesus, let me just pray for you now. Dear Lord, I thank you so much that you died for us on the cross. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the suffering. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you that you took all our sin. Lord, you bore it all for us. And you put up with all that pain and that suffering and that sin for us. So that we could have eternal life with you. Lord, thank you thank you for saving us from hell and thank you for saving us to heaven and lord i pray that um, for those who don't know you lord i pray that um, they will pray this prayer now lord jesus i am sorry lord jesus i am sorry for the things that i have done wrong that i know have hurt you lord i know that i've let you down Lord, I know that I have sinned against you. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for all these things that I know I have done wrong. Lord, come into my life. Lord, come into my heart. Lord, take over me now. I surrender myself to you, Lord. Take over now. And let me live for you, Lord lord i live for you lord i am your servant lord guide me shape me change me mold me help me lord to be your servant and help me to live a life full of service to you i pray this in your son's name amen And for this week, it's bye for now.